Hello and welcome to another episode of the Unplugged Goddess podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Burchett, and I am so happy to have you here today. Um, Before we jump into today's episode, yes, I do have a special guest, which is so exciting. Um, So excited for you guys to listen to all of the magic that Mari is going to drop in this episode. Um, but before we get into that, you guys, I, uh, I just want to apologize for not keeping my promise and uploading regularly. I recently like have made so many shifts in my business and I hate to use like the excuse of I don't have time because in reality, we always have time for what we are making time for. But I guess you could say like, podcast is not high on the priority list compared to a lot of the other things that I am implementing into my business. Um, And to sit down and edit and record an episode, it takes a lot of time. The recording part, super easy. Love doing that. Editing part is my where I do not like to spend my time and where it gets very it's very tedious. It's very time consuming. Um, and so that's in all honesty, why I don't upload more often is just because of the, the task, um, and how I wish I could just record and like throw an episode up, like, and that's that without having to like edit or like do anything. But Unfortunately, (laughs) right now, um, I am doing my own editing, but definitely manifesting for the future to have someone who can edit my episodes for me. That way I can just record, send it off to someone, they can edit, they can put it up. Um, But for now, it is a one-woman show. So I just wanted to thank you guys for sticking with me for tuning in when I do upload episodes. And I love putting these episodes up for you guys. I love recording. I love sharing with you guys whatever is on my heart. Um, But it's just finding the time to sit down and edit these um, and upload and all that, all that, the back end stuff that goes into it. So anyways, Very excited for you guys to hear today's episode. I'm going to be talking to Mari. She is a coach. She is a healer, um, and she really helps women to embody the next level version of themselves by providing Akashic Records readings, Um, and she uses a lot of different healing techniques to really remove limiting beliefs, clear karma, heal trauma, all of that good stuff. So many amazing things. And I'm, I was really excited to record this episode because if you're someone like me, like I had always heard of the Akashic records, but I never really knew kind of what that entailed. So it was really fun to learn myself about this. And I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. you guys. So we are here with Amari today, and I am so excited to speak with you all about the Akashic Records. Um, Before we dive into this juicy conversation, um, I would love for you to just introduce yourself to all of the listeners today. Yes. Hi, everyone. So I am Mari, and I am a healer, coach, entrepreneur, I work within the Akashic Records and I do energy work to help women clear and heal blocks, allowing them to attract more money, freedom, confidence into their life and really step into and embody this next level version of themselves they want to become. Amazing. And how did you get into all of this work? Oh my gosh. Do you want the long story or the short story? We're here for the long, the long haul. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) So I really started getting into spirituality almost 10 years ago now. It was like my first year of college. 
I had really just gone through this place where I had had a lot of trauma. My faith was shattered. I kind of, I grew up in a very religious family. I went to Catholic school, went to church two times a week, like anything that this was very out of the norm. Basically it was not in my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And I was really trying to figure out what I believed in and rebuild my beliefs from the ground up. And someone introduced me to this woman who does Akashic record readings. So I did a session with her. It was actually like the very first spiritual thing I ever did, which once you hear the end of the story, you'll see it's like very full circle, which is crazy (laughs) to me now. (laughs) And it was, it was really mind blowing everything that she told me. I, at the time probably wasn't fully prepared to hear some of it. And so some of it, even years later, I started being like, okay, I would look back on my notes and things from the recording and be like, this makes so much sense. Now it was a lot about like law of attraction and manifestation and who my beliefs of God are. And just all of these really new to me things at the time. So fast forward a couple of years, I'm graduating college and I had kept kind of like dabbling in spirituality, but things hadn't really started shifting yet. I had really wanted to do yoga teacher training. So I moved from Michigan to the Florida Keys to do a yoga teacher training over the summer. And it was very intensive. And my clear senses kind of blew wide open. Mm -hmm. I went from, you know, being slightly intuitive, not really thinking anything of it to being hyper aware, feeling everything, seeing things, knowing things like a lot of stuff was coming through and I didn't know how to protect myself. I didn't know how to work with energy or transform it. I was just like getting all of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was a lot. So that scared me a little bit, but I tried my best to manage it. Um, and through this process of doing my yoga teacher training and becoming more aligned and connected, I knew that what I had planned to be my life path for the past 10 years of my life was not what I was supposed to be doing. So um, I planned to basically go to physical therapy school and I was no longer about it. I knew that it wasn't right for me and I had to get a job. Mm -hmm. So I followed that path that society had laid out for me and I went and got a marketing job um, at a local nonprofit and that again, kind of derailed my journey a little bit. I went into, I went from being super aligned and feeling probably the happiest I'd ever felt in my life to total other degree, end of the spectrum, like unhappy, working 60 to 80 hour weeks, burnt out, anxious, crying all the time. It was awful. Mm -hmm. There was no like work-life balance. And Usually when I'm really off my path, my guides like to force something upon me that makes me, you know, go into stillness. And I had a knee injury, um, which put me on the couch for a couple of months. So this knee injury really made me realize how unhappy I had become and how this really wasn't supposed to be my path or my journey. And I needed to find what I was supposed to be doing. I ended up quitting my job. I opened my first business, which was a online clothing store and something totally different. (laughs) Um, The week I was supposed to launch hurricane Irma hit my home in the Florida keys and Mm. destroyed my home. So I ended up moving back to Michigan, moving in with the parents. I was now jobless, pretty close to homeless, like um, had lost all of my belongings. And it was a very, very low point. It was very dark night of the soul and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It took a while for me to come out of that. 
And I was still on my spiritual journey. I was doing like Reiki certifications and um, going to classes to learn about crystals and reading auras and these different things, but it was always just fun for me. It was really me practicing kind of my faith and it was never something I envisioned to do professionally. And as I continued, I was kind of like, I know I'm supposed to start another business. I had, I have another business at the time. So I was doing marketing, freelance website design and that kind of stuff to really pay the bills. I sold my online store um, and it was not fulfilling. It was really lacking purpose for me. And I was doing like a lot of personal development. I started working with a life coach. I was working with a spiritual mentor and going through unpacking a lot of this trauma that had happened. Mm-hmm. I, it was like my second spiritual awakening. Things again started happening and like I was purging energy all the time <laughs> Um, and again, being really sensitive and seeing and hearing things and working on identifying the difference between my ego and my higher self. So I knew I was supposed to start another business. I knew it was going to be something spiritual, but I c- couldn't find the modality or what it was I was supposed to be doing. And I was so frustrated. I felt like I was like, just tell me what it is I need to know. Mm-hmm. So I was going through modality after modality, week after week, and like three weeks, I'd be really into astrology and I'd be like, no, that's not it. Next three weeks, I'd be really into something else. And I'd be like, no, that's not it either. I remembered my session with the Akashic Records that I did and I got a book on it. I was like, I still don't even know what the Akashic Records are. I feel like everybody kind of like has heard of them, but nobody really knows what it is unless they do that. Yes. That's like, uh, when we were first talking about this podcast and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do an episode on that because I am someone who like, I've heard about it so much. I've like always hear about it. And then like in the spiritual community too, you like hear about people getting readings and, but it's just like, you never actually dive into what they are. And that's why I'm like, I'm so excited to like hear what you have to say about them and like learn more. Yeah. I ended up opening my Akashic records and it was like floodgates. I kid you not. There was so much information pouring into my mind and coming through. And for the next three days, I like kind of just sat there in shock. I had gathered so much information so quickly. And I was like, this is it. I know that this is a huge part of what I'm supposed to be doing. I was kind of like, I got on a call with my coach and I was like, I think that I can do this thing with the Akashic records and with energy and heal people, but I'm not really sure. And she was like, yeah, you can do it. Go figure it out and do it. Like get going. Mm -hmm. So I started, I started practicing on myself a lot. I was practicing on friends and friends of friends. And I kept every session that I did. It was like new techniques came in, new downloads came in. My guides were feeding me more and more information on like what to do and um, how to shift the energy and heal it and transfer it. It was just, it was crazy. And the results from day one have been amazing. It's a really cool feeling to, for the first time in my life, feel like I actually am living my purpose. Yeah. That's so, that's so powerful. And what you were saying kind of, um, I relate to what you're saying about like when you started like your yoga training, because I also did a yoga training and that was kind of like the initial like jump into like, Oh, Hey, like there's like, you go through such a journey throughout that whole process. And then similar to you, then I kind of like jumped into like a nine to five and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so unhappy. Like, this is not what I am supposed to be doing. Like, this is not what I envision for myself. Um, And so I think it's just so crazy how the universe works in ways of like trials and like putting you through different things. And then finally we wake up one day and we're like, 
oh, wait, this is my purpose. <laughs> it all makes sense Absolutely. now. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all a part of the journey. Like I know that that time was for me to learn different lessons that mm. I would have to learn a different way if I wasn't there. And it all led me to here. I mean, we're yeah. all on our own paths and our own timeline, but that's really interesting to hear you say that because I feel like a lot of the people I've connected with who have gone through their yoga teacher trainings or mm-hmm. certifications, a lot of them have that journey and they don't expect it. Like that's not something people really talk about is how awakening it can be for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and mine was like, I don't know if yours was like a three week or a six month or, um, whatever it was, but I feel like that was a big part of it. Cause mine was three weeks, like 6am to 6pm mm-hmm. meditating an hour a day, like five yoga classes a day. Yeah. And it just really clears you out. It's intense. Yeah. Mine was yeah. a three month, um, program yoga every Monday through Thursday. Like mm-hmm. it was just so intense and such a beautiful journey. Um, So I love that you also went through that because I feel like it's such a big like leap into where we are today with going through like a spiritual awakening and then finding our purpose. Um, So how, what is like the basic, I don't know, for someone who's like me has no idea what Akashic records are, um, how do you, how would you best explain that? Yes. So. The Akashic Records are a living energy on the fifth dimension. They are constantly moving, transforming, changing all the time. And this energy houses the information for every soul. So it has, it's basically the imprint of our thoughts, feelings, experiences. And it's not just this lifetime, it's past lifetimes current lifetime, and then also potential future possibilities. Mm -hmm. Um, People really like to explain it as a library to make it more tangible. So it's like every soul has their book and it's, this is the book of your soul. Mm -hmm. But I really like to explain it as Google for the soul um, because you can really like dive in and just ask it questions and get all this information. Uh, But the, the energy of the records is extremely healing. So when your records are opened, it gives this space to connect with your higher self and receive clarity. It's kind of like the essence of your soul. And it really, when your records are open, it's hard to kind of understand what this might feel like if you haven't done it. But basically it really kind of removes the ego. It takes away the fear, scarcity, judgment. And puts you in this place where you're connected with your true self. So you're able to see whatever the ego has prevented you from seeing and understand it, looking at it from like a bigger picture. And it's, it's crazy. You can see like um, where things have come from, what you're supposed to be learning from this situation, um, how to move forward in a path that's good or like aligned with your highest self. Mm -hmm. So the other thing that I really love about the records is that you're able to use different modalities within it and, and the records like amplifies the power. So it's kind of like this magical vortex where it multiplies the energy of whatever you're doing. And it's not only a place to get answers. It just, it can shift energy you can untangle blocks in it. You can rewrite patterns and heal a lot more effectively. Wow. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yes. No, that makes total sense. And so basically it's like when you do sessions, it is the person in a meditative state. Is it like more of that? Is it that type of thing or is it like you? So, okay. So explain how a session, (laughs) I'm like, wait, so explain how a session works. So when I start a session with someone, I open their records 
And there's a couple different ways that people can open records. I do it through a prayer, but what I've found is the main thing is like setting the intention of being in a heart centered space and wanting to open the records. Mm -hmm. Um, and you do need permission to open someone's records. I couldn't just like go and open your records for fun and take a look around. (laughs) Okay. I do need permission and anyone can access them. So that's another thing I like to point out is like, anyone can open up the records. This is not a special gift that like was handed to me. Mm -hmm. It's available to everyone. So I'll open a client's records and usually I'll start by kind of giving them some messages that are initially just really coming through that their guides want them to know. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I'll kind of tell them like, okay, what do you want to focus on today? Like what area of your life? Is there something specific? Usually they'll say like, okay, I want to focus on my relationship where I'm having a lot of anxiety and I want to look at that. So I'll kind of like, okay, we'll start asking some questions, say, okay, like why is this person having anxiety? Mm -hmm. Um, And it might be because something happened when they were five years old and now they have this belief that they like problems are just always going to happen to them. Mm -hmm. And it has been every time that this belief has been reinforced, this belief gets stronger and stronger and it has built up this anxiety that is affecting them physically, emotionally, mentally, and energetically. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I find with a lot of modalities is because if you're not working on the fifth dimension, you usually have to like tackle all of those areas, the physical, emotional, mental, and energetic. So with the Akashic records, you are kind of hitting it multidimensionally. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you only hit one of those or two of them, people still usually have that issue and they'll find that it's still there. Um, So once we kind of get to the root of the issue, we'll explore it a little bit. I like to look at where it came from. If it's impacting other areas of a person's life, sometimes it comes from past lives. It can be um, generationally handed down. Mm -hmm. It could be from a trauma, a karma, a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And Once we get to that, we will ask permission to clear it. And then I will start doing energy work to really remove that energy and shift it. This kind of sounds weird, but I really see it in my third eye. I'll see this blockage. It's like a tangled web of energy Mm -hmm. and it has roots like into their field and I'll untangle it. I'll clear out the roots and I move it all into a um, vent of light. Mm -hmm. and sometimes I have the client help me shift that energy. So they'll say like, if it comes back to a problem of like, they don't feel safe, I'll have them sit there and repeat the affirmation. I am safe. I am safe. I'm safe. Mm -hmm. And that alone can be a lot within the records to already start shifting that out. Once we shift the energy out, I'll have the client feel into that, whatever we're looking at, And usually at that point, they'll say, it just feels neutral. Like it doesn't really feel like it exists anymore. There's no energy behind it. It kind of is like it to me, from what I've experienced, it almost is like watching a movie. It's like, oh yeah, that was a story, but it doesn't feel like it was part of my story. Mm. Then from there, if we're, if we're working on adding new energy in and incorporating new beliefs or something, then at that point, I'll work on bringing the energy into their fields and kind of instilling it within them Mm -hmm. so that moving forward, they can have something that is more positive or is more beneficial for their highest good. That is like a little overview of what we do in a session. (laughs) Yeah, that makes so much sense. So it sounds like it's a lot of um, energy work as well. So you're going in, you're kind of seeing where they might need to clear energy or where there's like a lot of stagnant and stuck energy um, and like allowing that space to open up. 
Yeah. A lot, not a lot. I don't know how many, honestly, but a lot of the Akashic Record readers I know, they use it to do readings. So they are, you know, telling you information about your soul, maybe your past lives and like reading into things, but they're Mm -hmm. not necessarily using it for healing modalities, but that's what I love about it because it's so powerful. You can get the information fairly quickly instead of kind of like sitting here and having a really in-depth conversation to get the root to the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes it might not be something, you know, Yeah, and then do the healing to help it. Yeah. Wow. I do. I do a lot of the healing with it and it's, it's been really cool to experience. It's always evolving. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. So it sounds like it's a lot of, um, it makes a lot more sense now than Mm -hmm. (laughs) like (laughs) when you hear the word of like, Oh, that sounds so intense, but, um, it's cool to think that we all kind of have like I like how you said, like we have our own, like you're like opening up the library to where like different parts of yourself um, and to really like start to like understand those. So can you have, I'm sure you can, um, but like for you, for instance, um, do you go in like with yourself to like look at your own records or do you have to have other people do that? Like how does that work? I do do my own records sometimes. Sometimes I have other people do it like to kind of compare or because especially when I started doing this, I was very hesitant to trust it. Mm-hmm. I was really, I really didn't trust myself or that I was, I wasn't confident in it. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, um, this is the like, tell me what you're getting. And then I can see if what I got is like a lot, but I do like to do my own records, especially I don't do them all the time, but I do do them, you know, every couple of weeks, or if I'm like feeling stuck on something and want to work on shifting it, or if I want to get some answers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely do my own. It's a little harder to do your own, just like any type of energy healing. It's almost easier to do it with other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So how long did it take you to, do you have to get certified to do this type of work or is it, is it just, it's not like, like with Reiki, you have to get certified, you know, because you have to get the attunement and everything. It's not like that. I actually did do a certification um, because of how not confident I was in what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And what I found is that I was doing it, but I was still doing it so differently because everyone kind of has like their own specific skill set. And it's going to be a little different, just like anything in this realm mm-hmm. of how it comes across to you. Yeah. Um, and because I was doing the energy work with it, that wasn't like something that was involved in the certification. So I did do a certification you can, but it's not very easy to find. Honestly, there's like not very many of them out there. Whereas Mm -hmm. with other things, I feel like there's like a lot of different certifications you can do that are offered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that's amazing. And that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> and, um, I now feel like I, I have an idea of what, of what they are. Um, so you talk a lot about the like fifth dimension of things. Um, and like, this is obviously like a fifth dimension type of, of work. So for someone who doesn't know, and it's kind of like, fifth dimension. What are you talking about? Um, what, what do you think is the best way in your terms of like 3d from going to like fifth dimension? Because that's obviously a part also of like spiritual awakening and like coming into more of like a fifth dimensional type of frequency. So how would you best explain that? Oh man. Um, I mean, explaining the fifth dimension is a little tricky. Let's see if I can do this in a okay way. So 
Our third dimension is everything physical that you can see and touch. And it's really living in that mindset of like, everything is black and white. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't, you know, seeing isn't believing, believing is seeing is Mm -hmm. kind of more like the fifth dimension. Yeah. Fifth dimension is a lot of energetics. There's nothing physical about it. You can usually feel it depending on your clear senses. You can sometimes see it depending on if you have that ability or not, Mm -hmm. but it's really like this. It's space, it's energy, it's source light, and it's just such a high vibration. So kind of when you're going from this transition, this is how it was explained to me when I first started my spiritual awakening. And it really stuck with me is that imagine like 3d is AM radio and then FM is kind of like 4d and 5d is like XM radio. So as you move up these dimensions, you're moving into this higher frequency. There's a lot more stuff happening, a lot more things to comprehend. Yeah. And it's a huge shift. I know you guys have talked, I know you've talked on your podcast about like spiritual awakenings Mm -hmm. and that transference of how, like when you're going from this 3d to 5d so many things are changing and dynamics like your friendships and your relationships and that's kind of the thing depending on the frequency you're at is kind of what is it's what you attract Mm -hmm. if you're vibrating at a low frequency you're gonna attract these lower vibrational feelings and situations and experiences yeah yeah No, that's how I relate to it too. And I always just like to get different perspectives on it because I think it's like for people who aren't um, like, cause for so long I was someone who was like, I would hear about like, oh, fifth dimension, like vibrating in 5d. And I'm like, what does that mean? I'm like, (laughs) what are you talking about? And then um, yeah, going through just like a spiritual awakening and like all this different stuff, then it finally starts to click. So I always just like to bring it up again, because I think it's something that a lot of people can hear and be like, wait, what, what are you, what are you talking about? So, um, I really love the radio explanation. That's so true. Like AM (sighs) to FM to XM. Um, that's a really great like visual to, to kind of get you, um, to see like those frequencies. Um, so I would love to ask you what your like first experience was with, um, your in, excuse me, if I pronounce (laughs) these words wrong, I'm so, I'm still like learning all of the, all of the different things, but your, their Claire's scent, Clear senses. Clear senses. Okay. So I personally have, I'm probably going to not know what they're actually called, but the one where it's knowing, a sense of knowing, which I, clairvoyance, and then also clairsentience. Mm -hmm. Like feeling, clear feeling. Feeling. So I have those two, um, but I know there's also clear audient and Claire, the one where you can see. So there's, there's clear, clairvoyance, <laughs> oh which is clear see- seeing. Yes. And that's like with your third eye. Yes. Um, clear audience, clear sentience, clear um, cognizance. And then there's like the taste and smell ones, which I can never remember. Yes. Okay. So what is your, ex- kind of like your first experience Um with your third eye opening? Oh, I had a couple of like ones that really freaked me out Mm -hmm. when I first started. So when I, when I was going through my yoga teacher training, I remember very, uh, very in depth. I went to the grocery store one day after our training. And I was walking around, you know, doing my, getting my food and I walked past the meat aisle 
And I'm a vegetarian. I have been for like over 10 years now. And I, not that there's anything wrong with eating meat, but I was walking past the meat aisle and I had this, I saw in my head that I was standing in line basically at a meat farm to be killed. And I had this intense feeling run through my whole body. I was like insanely scared. I was shaking. It was a very intense moment. I abandoned my grocery cart, ran out of the store crying. I called one of my mentors and I was like, I don't know what's happening to me. (laughs) Um, So that was one moment. So that was not a very fun one. I've had a, like since then it's for me, it's something that like I can see in my third eye very well when I'm, my eyes are closed, but it does occasionally come through just in normal everyday life. I'll see Mm -hmm. orbs or I've seen, um, different spirits who have not been able to go to the light and I've helped them go to the light. They, for like a while, I had a couple that were really just falling around. I would like wake up and they'd be sitting on my bed. Can you guys, um, go outside of the house at least. And then they'd be looking in the window. Okay. Okay. I'm going to find out how to help you guys. Yeah. Um, so there's been a couple of experiences like that. It's usually, and this wasn't really explained to me for a long time, but usually it's like you expect it when it happens to be like there all the time, you expect to just be seeing things and it to be like really cool and exciting. And I'm still in a place where if something like, if I see an orb dancing around the room, all of a sudden be like, okay, nobody move. Don't make a sudden noise. Like we don't Mm -hmm. want to scare it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's not really how it happens. And clairvoyance also means that like you'll get flashes of things and you'll see pictures in your third eye. It doesn't have to be something that you see with your physical eyes. Mm-hmm. And that was something for me that like nobody really under explained to me. So I was kind of like, I don't think I'm clairvoyance. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, well, you can see things in your mind's eye. And I'm like, well, yeah, but that's not what clairvoyance is. So that took me a while to connect so those dots. Essentially, are they the same then? So you can see in your third eye and also physically. Yeah. So both of those are clairvoyance and seeing it with my physical eye, like comes and goes. Okay. Um, there's like the thing with the clear senses is that there's so many different ways of receiving them. Mm-hmm. Like clear audience, you might hear it physically like someone shouting in your ears you might hear it like it's a thought coming across um it might sound like you it might sound like someone else so there's just so many different ways of experiencing clear senses mm-hmm. um which is really cool like clear sentience you might feel the energy around you you might feel it in your body um it might feel it feels so different to everyone yeah yeah i think it's a really um because I recently just went through a life coaching program um, and we kind of dove into that because it was a spiritual life coaching program. Um, And it was just so crazy to see, like at the beginning of the program, I was like, I don't have any of those. Like, I, I was like, I have none of them, you know, like, I just, I don't know, I'm intuitive and like, that's about it. And then like, um, four months later, I'm like, oh, I actually have like all of them besides uh, I'm working on um, clairvoyance. Um, Mm -hmm. So like I've been working with my third eye and it recently like opened up a little bit when I had a um, past life reading, which was really cool. Um, But I just think it's so crazy because I think we have these like gifts, but we just like, don't even know that they're considered a gift or that it's like actually a thing. Um, so I think it's just really cool to like bring awareness to that. Um, and have any of the experiences that you've had with, um, okay. Because I think 
And I'm like, I, this is definitely a block that I am working through of, and why my third eye is probably taking a while. Um, because I'm like scared to physically see something like, yeah. and I felt, I've like felt energy before. Um, and like, just like that sense of like, okay, I feel like something's in the room, you know? Um, but I don't know. Is there a way and like what has helped you to like move past that feeling like being scared of (laughs) like seeing something physically or like, like you said, with your third eye, like you kind of had like a traumatizing picture there for a second. (laughs) And so it's like, how do we move past those blocks? So first of all, I just want to let you know that is so valid. And I completely went through that too. Yeah. Like, and I still sometimes have some blocks around seeing anything physical, which I think is why it like comes and goes so much. Um, but it is the important things to remember is that you can always say no to that. If you don't want it, it is really cool to experience. I think that the more that you understand it, the less fear you have around it. And so for me, when my gifts really opened up, I did go and kind of like shut them down for a while because I totally didn't understand it and I didn't know how to work with it. So since you are like learning already, your other clear senses are getting really good. And what usually happens is we usually have like one or two pretty strong, clear senses. Mm -hmm. And as we work with those, the other ones follow suit and all open up too. It's something that like, you just have to know and remember that you are extremely powerful and you can really overcome any of it. The thing that like when dealing with, you know, other beings or energy and things that are around you, and if you see them remembering to stay in your heart center, because that is what's going to really protect you and keep you coming from a loving, higher vibrational place rather than kind of going down to the level and Mm -hmm. also knowing that you are in full control. So being able to say like, you are not welcome here and you are not welcome in on or around me or my house. So like you have to go now Mm -hmm. is one way, especially when you're starting out to feel really in control because they'll listen, like you are in charge and you Mm -hmm. can always ask your angels and your team for backup to feel better about it and feel their presence. Mm -hmm. I think that that's something that's hard to remember when you do have that fear block in, like you can remember it and say it, but it's hard to believe it and feel it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And once you feel more in control and you're working with your gifts and these things, learning how to then transmute or transcend that energy. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that's important. And I did a lot of work around like psychic protection and learning how to protect myself because there's just some things that it's like, you have to really actively say I'm not available for, especially when you're going through your awakening, because as you're going from that 3d to 5d, you are going through 4d too. And that's where a lot of these non-physical lower vibrational things are. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to do protection. And that's like always my biggest thing to people who are going through their awakening is to learn how to do protection. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I have, um, uh, Julia, who I know you mentioned, you, um, listened to our podcast about spiritual awakenings and she's a psychic. And I like texted her the other night because my boyfriend the other night was like, Oh, I feel like someone is like, just watching us when we're going to bed. And I'm like, 
what? <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> but You're like, not I the was, first person who said that to me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, what are you? I was like, are you serious? And I was like, I kind of have been like feeling it a little bit too, but it was so weird because it, I was feeling like a protective energy. So I was like, oh, it's probably just one of my, like, you know, my like spirit guides or like, um, they're just like, or like a loved one that's passed away. Like, you know, they're probably just like checking in. And I was like, are, I was like, have you been like, does it feel like a dark energy? Like, and he's like, no, I just feel like, you know, someone's watching us and it's just uncomfortable. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Why are you just telling me this? He's like, yeah, it's been happening for like two weeks. I'm like, okay. So I texted Julia and I was like, oh my gosh, like, what am I supposed to do? This is happening. And she was like, get your sage, like tell it to go away, like open up your doors. And so like, we did like the whole like ceremony. Um, but that was, it was just so crazy because it was like, I was feeling it, but I didn't want to freak him out. And Mm -hmm. I was like, but it didn't feel like a, like bad energy. So I was like, it's fine. (laughs) Um, but since we did, um, I did like a sage ceremony and, all that stuff. Um, and he, we both haven't like felt anything, but it was a really great reminder to, like you're saying, like have that protection practice because so many things I feel like as you're going through, um, different types of energy work and your spiritual awakening and like turning on your clear senses, it's like, so many things can happen and like come into your field. And so, it was just a funny, like, just kind of crazy experience where I was like, oh. (laughs) And we laugh about it because like, it's so relatable to me, but at the same time, it's not funny. (laughs) I know. It's like, it was just such, because I've never had that experience where I actually like felt like Mm -hmm. something. Um, And so it was kind of cool, but kind of... (laughs) creepy it's just new it's like yeah part it was of like the okay world yeah. yeah I was like okay so we gotta um sage the house every once in a while <laughs> yeah definitely sage um like I always call on my angels for protection I do daily shields around yeah. the house around me um around my dog because <clears throat> she like gets really freaked out by some of the things sometimes happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's, it's just a good reminder to know that you're always in control and that you always do have that spiritual team. That's there to back you up. You just have to ask for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. My dog like just whined. I was like, Oh, that was weird. We were just talking about how dogs are. (laughs) up on things. Um, okay. So before I let you go, what do you think one of the biggest, um, I would say lessons you can learn about yourself from, which I'm sure there's so many, but just from receiving a Akashic records reading. So that's a good question. I think that one of the biggest lessons you can learn through a reading is you can find out kind of more of your purpose in this lifetime. I don't want to say like your soul's purpose because all of our purposes are to transcend, but in this lifetime, we all have specific things that we're supposed to be working on. Like for me, for example, one of the things I'm really supposed to be working on is using my voice. And that is like one of the lessons I came in this lifetime to learn. And we all have different things that our guides really want us to know. So if you feel like there's something that like you're missing or you're lacking clarity on, that's another really important thing that I love from the records is that you always, I feel like anytime I do a session or a reading with someone, it's like, you just leave it with so much clear clarity and knowing and looking back, you're kind of like, you know, I, I think I knew that, but you didn't have, 
your ego is in the way. So Mm -hmm. just knowing that you like getting that clarity, feeling so aligned from it and just being able to feel kind of who you are at the core. I don't want to say like everyone's going to feel that way because it really does depend on how in touch you are, Mm -hmm. but most people like you can feel it and you all of a sudden have this just really peaceful understanding and it's really powerful. So knowing that like you can have that anytime you want, it's just a matter of doing the work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really powerful. That's like, it's like a sense of knowing, like putting your ego to the side and like coming into your full potential almost in a way. Um, That's really beautiful. So thank you so much for joining today um, and for hopping on the podcast with me. This has been super valuable information. And now I myself know more about the Akashic Records as well. Um, Before we leave, where can everyone find you? Ah, So you guys can find me on Instagram at marileeb. And you can also find me at marilee.com. Um, and I'm so glad that I got the chance to talk with you and talk all things spiritual in the Akashic Records. This was so fun. Yes, of course. And I will also leave her information down below for you guys so you can check her out and also book a reading with her. So thank you again. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you. You too. All right, goddesses. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you have enjoyed it. And I hope that it brought light to just some other spiritual topics. And I hope you gained some insight today. So thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for tuning in. I love you guys. I'm sending you so much love and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you.